0: You're listening to KUBU-FM, Low Power and the Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUBU locally at 96.5 on your FM dial or cable access channels 17 and 18. You can also listen in on the internet at accesssacramento.org. This program is Making Tracks, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. Ron Weekly at this day and time. You can also find more information about what is covered on the show at DaleTracks.com. blogspot.com, and you can contact me there if you have questions or suggestions about the show. Making Tracks is back. Spring is in full swing now and March is gone already. Sacramento Earth Day is coming back. 2019. Earth Day will be held at Southside Park on April 28th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 700 T Street. And Sacramento Earth Day include activities around environmental education, identify nonprofit organizations, have live music all day, plant-based cuisine, a kids area, interactive booth, there'll be green products community groups, local artists, bicycle valet parking, a picnic area, many electric vehicles to learn about, handcrafted goods, an environmental justice area, face painting, live bats, volunteer opportunities, and planet saving strategy. Sacramento Earth Day is all about building community and finding ways to help residents in the greater Sacramento region to reduce our ecological footprint. So attend the event for the opportunity to learn about a vast array of methods to live more sustainably. About 150 organizations and businesses will be exhibiting a multitude of practical information, goods, and services that cultivate a healthier, greener way of living. You'll also find a variety of fun activities to enjoy for the whole family, including live music, interactive educational games, and a kids' area. There'll be several food vendors serving a wide range of plant-based vegan cuisine options electric vehicles to check out, local art, environmentally protective products, and even valet parking for your bicycle. This is the largest Earth Day celebration in the Sacramento region, and admission is free. Remember, there's no place like Earth. The theme for Sacramento Earth Day in 2019 is there's no place like Earth. Amid the challenges we face in daily life, we must never neglect the beautiful planet on which we live. This event is a celebration of all that the Earth provides us for sustainability and a call to action to protect those vital resources. The Sacramento Earth Day is organized by volunteer local nonprofit organization, the Environmental Council of Sacramento, or ECOS. The mission of ECOS is to achieve regional and community sustainability and a healthy environment for existing and future residents. Sacramento Earth Day is the largest annual fundraiser for ECOS, so consider supporting their work by becoming a sponsor for this landmark event. If you aren't able to sponsor, you can also volunteer so again, there'll be live music all day, lots for kids to do and learn, can engage with many local environmental organizations, shop for locally handmade goods, and have free valet parking for your bicycle. So it's not too late to become a sponsor or to reserve a table or or to volunteer. And if you're a food vendor interested in providing your food there, you can look into that. All this information is found at ecosacramento.net. So remember, Sacramento Earth Day, April 28, 11 to 4 p.m. You don't want to miss it. It's a great event. <laughs>
1: down here well I could be more specific Uh, I'm a human and I just wanted to you know for the sake of all of us earthlings out there just wanted to say
2: Oh, and I'm kind of wet. We love the earth. It is our planet. We love the earth. It is our home. We love the earth. It is our planet. We love the earth. It is our home. We love the I'm, I'm, but I'm We are the vultures, feet on the dead. We're just some rhinos. Heck. I'm just such a giraffe, once with this leg? Yeah. Hippity-hap, I'm a kangaroo. I hop all day, and down with you. I'm an elephant, I got junk in my trunk. What <gasps> the? Come on, come on. I'm a squirrel looking for my next nut. And I'm a pony, just a freak horse. Yeah. but, uh... Come on, get on! yeah, Giddy-up, let's ride! On HPV! Sleep all the time So what it's cute We love you
1: it's not a simulation huh. give each other names like ahmed and pedro and yeah we like to wear clothes girls still look beautiful and it covers up our human d- eat a lot of tuna fish but these days it's like we don't know how to act all these shootings pollution we under attack on ourselves huh. like let's all just chill hey. respect what we built hey. like look at the internet is cracking us. Hey. fellas don't you let it hey. and i heard women yeah. they're better than it a- uh. so what we got is land for what we got to stand for love and we But we're living on the same Earth.
2: Have you ever been to
1: earth? Everyone who's listening has been to Earth, Ariana. We're not making music for aliens here. Are
2: we gonna die?
1: You know what, Bieber? We might die. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, there's so many people out there who don't think global warming's a real thing. You know, we gotta save this planet. We're being stupid.
2: Unless we get up together now.
1: Guys, everybody look into whatever the. Leonardo DiCaprio is always pushing because I feel like that guy knows more about the earth and how we're it up than anybody. Like if the aliens did come, we should definitely send Leo as our guy, our rep. In fact, the profits that come along with the streams and the sale of this song are going right into the earth. Let's raise some money for charity. Any words, Leo? This might be my favorite song ever. It's awesome. Wow. Thanks, Leo. Honestly, everybody, scientists are saying that we have about 12 years to turn this environmental crisis around or we're screwed. What do you say? You guys want to save
0: the world? Of course you do. Go to the website, learn how we're going to do it. Earth by Little Dickie and a large cast of other familiar voices. For more information, visit we org. With the warmer days of spring back, there are many places and ways to enjoy nature in our area now. Trails are mostly dry and accessible in the American River Parkway and other nearby parks, and even the river trail at Cosumnes River Preserve is dry and accessible as of last weekend. Most other locations in the area should be too. But I want to tell you about another amazing near. By ecosystem that you may not know about but should plan to visit soon. The buffer lands in South Sacramento County are owned and managed by the Sacramento Regional County Sanitation District and were purchased back in the 1970s to develop a buffer around the treatment plant operations and nearest neighbors. Well, this 2,000 plus acre open space area now also provides very good wildlife habitat and open space. And in addition, there are tours and special events and ongoing restoration projects there that you'll want to know more about. This month, Month alone, there will be a Creek Week Birds and Blooms tour and an evening turtle talk. And next month, the very popular walk on the wild side event will be back. You can get more information on the bufferlands at regionalsan.com backslash bufferlands. Well, the bufferlands has a varied mix of upland and wetland habitats. It's an important wildlife area, supports more than 230 species of birds, 25 species of native mammals, and several native fish, amphibians, and reptiles. The Bufferlands also is home. To more than 20 species of rare plants and animals, including several threatened and endangered species such as the swainson hawk, vernal pool fairy shrimp, and even giant garter snake. There's ongoing habitat restoration and enhancement efforts at the bufferlands. In these efforts, the size of the riparian forest has more than doubled and native perennial grasses are now an integral part of the landscape there. Staff at the bufferlands continues to work with resident farmers to better structure the bufferlands' agricultural operations to benefit wildlife. For example, cattle grazing is being used to enhance areas for western burrowing owls where vegetation would otherwise be too thick for these small raptors to hunt and exist in. So the bufferlands has a lot going on including a science program and a monitoring program. It's part of the Sacramento River's watershed nearby in South Sacramento County before you get to Cosumnes River Preserve and it provides great access to wildlife viewing and you should plan on spending time out there in the many programs that they have going on. got an update on the proposed addition to the Two Rivers bike trail between Sutter's Landing Park and Sac State that would be located along the south side of the Lower American River in the parkway. Well, after much public neighborhood and environmental organization pushback, the city of Sacramento is reconsidering placement of this new 2.4 mile segment of the Two Rivers bike trail the city requested an exemption from the American River Flood Control District to build at least four-tenths of a mile of the new trail on top of the levee. The Flood Control Board approved this exemption request last Friday. This is a move in the right direction, but it's not enough as continuing to locate the rest of this new trail section along the base of the levee will lead to unnecessary loss of habitat and wildlife impacts as was seen nearby at Sutter's Landing Park when the last segment of the Two Rivers Bike Trail was developed at the bottom of the levee. I've discussed this problem before and I'll repeat some of that segment today, but the best location for the rest of this trail is on top of the levee where several other sections of the same trail are already built and located. This would avoid unnecessary habitat and wildlife impacts, would better separate foot traffic from bike riders and other modes of allowed transportation on the bike trail, And there has been a not-in-my-backyard or NIMBY reaction by some who live in the immediate area of the bike trail, as well as much support by many who use the parkway for recreation and nature activities. Well, the city still has to revise the rest of the overall project so as to avoid significant and unnecessary impacts to sensitive habitat and species and adequately address the concerns expressed by many, including organizations, the requirements of the American River Parkway Plan, and the public in general. Stay tuned for more. You're listening to KUBU-FM, low power and the voice of Sacramento. This program is Making Tracks, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. Ron on weekly at this day and time.
3: How do we stop the world from spiraling into climate breakdown? We've left it too late to rely only on greening our economies... As well as reducing greenhouse gases to zero, stopping drastic levels of global heating means we also need to draw carbon dioxide out of the air. But how? Exotic and often dangerous schemes have been proposed, but there's a better and simpler way. Let nature do it for us. When living systems are allowed to recover, they can suck carbon out of the air and lock it up. As forests grow, they turn carbon dioxide into wood. Mangrove swamps and salt marshes build up carbon 40 times faster than forests do. Wet soils like peat turn dead plants into stable carbon stores. The seabed is a massive carbon hoard. It needs protection from trawlers and dredgers. And bringing back wild animals can be amazingly powerful. Wolves lock up carbon dioxide by controlling the animals that eat trees. White rhinos stop big wildfires from forming by preventing dry grass from accumulating. By eating crabs and snails, predatory fish preserve the plants that hold salt marshes together. Nature is our ally in defending ourselves from climate breakdown. A better world for wildlife is a better world for people.
4: Used to be a caterpillar Or just a little bitty caterpillar chewing choo and a milkweed stem Yeah, you know I couldn't fly back then But I began a metamorphosis And I wrapped myself inside my Chrysalis, I grew and I changed inside I turned into a monarch butterfly So before it gets cold and it stops to snow, 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 well I'm gonna go, yes I'm gonna go down to Mexico mm-hmm. Well I'm gonna fly, 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 fly down to Mexico mm-hmm. I turned into a butterfly, late this summertime. time and I spent those nice warm days Way up in the North United States Just a- sticking on my long, long tongue Testing flowers in the sun But the winter is on the way It's gonna get too cold to play Here we go Before it gets cold It starts to snow Snow, 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 I'm gone This butterfly, you see this butterfly flutter by, we'll blow a little kiss and wave, yeah wish me luck along the way, good luck butterfly, because I got so far to go, all the way to the mountains of Ako, winters aren't so cold down there, I'll be back when spring is in the air, last time before it games. And starts to snow, a uh, snow, 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 I'm gonna go, yeah, I'm gonna go down to Mexico. All right, help me sing it this time. Well, I'm gonna fly, 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 fly down to Mexico. Good luck, monarch butterflies.
0: Western populations of the monarch butterfly are on the verge of collapse. And a call for action is being sounded by the Xerces Society for Invertebrate Conservation in coordination with many other environmental organizations and agencies to take action now. Immediate action is needed to save this iconic species from possible extinction. Well, not many years ago, millions of monarchs overwintered along the Pacific coast in California and Baja, Mexico. There were an estimated four and a half million in the 1980s. But by the mid-2010 period, this population had declined by over 97%. And in 2018, the last annual count made that decline was even much more dramatic. Population had hit a record low. Only a handful of butterflies, less than 30,000, were counted. This is a huge drop from even the year below, even the year before and it's hard to even comprehend the, the magnitude of this decline. But one way to look at it is for every 160 monarch butterflies back in the 1980s, there's only one remaining for each 160 in that short period of time. The scale of this decline is dramatic enough, but it's also significant for what it may signify. 30,000 monarch butterflies is the number of researchers said as their most educated guess for the threshold when the whole population of and the migratory process that they depend on could collapse. To so whether or not the population can bounce back this season will only be known in the coming months and years ahead. While these numbers are alarming, the real issue is the longer-term monarch decline due to stressors such as habitat loss and degradation, pesticide use, and climate change, as well as many other pressures on the migratory cycle the monarch butterfly depends on. And and yet this hasn't been fully studied or even understood. There's no quick fixes for the problem now, but a call for action has been put in place with a number of actions that need to be taken immediately. So the top five actions identified, first of all, is protect and manage existing California overwintering sites. We need to halt the destruction of overwintering habitat in California. Second action is to restore breeding and migratory habitat in California. Third action is to protect monarchs and their habitat from pesticides, which are used extensively now. Fourth action, protect, manage, and restore summer breeding and fall migration monarch habitat outside of California. Monarch butterflies depend on this large scale migration is one of the, the unique features that this iconic species has. And the fifth action is to answer key research questions about how to best aid the long term recovery of the Western monarch. So some of the things that have been are being put into place now is state legislation was passed and signed by the governor last year to create in the Wildlife Conservation Board a new program, the Monarch Butterfly and Pollinator Rescue Program. And the Wildlife Conservation Board met last month and approved guidelines for this new program and will be accepting grant applications in the near future. Applications will be accepted year-round. During one of four annual review periods, funds provided through these grants will be available for use for restoration and enhancement of breeding habitat on private or public land. It may also be used on seasonal or temporary habitat. With this huge drop in and much of the overwintering habitat for monarch butterflies is located on private property. Residents and landowners may be the best hope for the species. So the current estimates, population-wide estimates, or perhaps 200,000 from a high of over 10 million uh, for the species in, in just 40 years ago. But native milkweed is necessary for the butterfly's habitat, and it's being lost rapidly due to land development and herbicide use. It can be planted, and, and this has been very successful in gardens and other locations. Milkweed is critical. That's where the butterfly lays its eggs and the caterpillar feeds on this plant so that it can grow and become a monarch butterfly. Also critical are the nectar plants necessary for the adult monarch as it migrates. This provides the food for the insect on the long distance flights that occurs. So both plants need to be available in order for Monarch to thrive in its complete life cycle and during the overwintering period. According to the Xerces Society, the Sacramento Valley, Sierra Nevada foothills and coast ranges are vital to the survival of the first generation of Monarchs produced each spring. Xerces Society is urging the state to work to protect the butterfly, protecting habitats from pesticide use, better managing overwintering sites and restore breeding and overwintering habitat. Among the many ways that individuals can contribute are by participating in citizen science projects to observe observations of the monarch, as well as to stop using insecticides and herbicides that not only harm the butterfly, but can also kill their milkweed host. The Xercese Society, Environment, California, and many others are encouraging people to take these steps immediately. And I mentioned earlier that Sacramento has a monarch Butterfly Project. And this this is something that's just being started now. But uh, Xerxes Society will be working with Councilman Jeff Harris, who's also a beekeeper and in, very interested in insect pollinators. And they're going to be establishing a butterfly garden on the Ninos Parkway in South Natomas. This is done as an example of what can be done and also to contribute to the species. But we need much more of the same type of activity at the local level. So kudos for, for them for getting it started. We've got a lot long way to go, though, to create enough habitat to undo this damage.
2: stronger and stronger each day The way you hold me The way you touch me The way you kiss me It's a beautiful thing You're my butterfly Come fly to me You sprinkle your magic love dust on me And when it's all awesome, in
0: Don't forget to check out my other radio program on KUBU. The Climate Report focuses on local climate actions and more, sponsored by 350 Sacramento, every Wednesday at noon. And be sure to tune in Tuesdays at 1 p.m. For Radio EcoShock, the latest on science, issues, and authors dealing with climate change and the environment on a global scale. Hosted and produced by Alex Smith. Don't miss it. You're listening to KUBU-FM, Low Power and Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUBU locally at 96.5 on your FM dial or cable access channels 17 and 18. You can also listen in on the internet at accesssacramento.org. This program is making tracks. Again, thank you for listening.